and welcome back to the Dented Puck. My name's Drew, and as always, I'm joined by Josh and Dirk. Boys, how's it going? Hey, I'm uh, I'm quite recovered from our weekend. Uh, um, we had an awesome conversation with Max, and I, I can't wait to see him play against Canada. How uh, how are you doing down there, Dirk? I'm doing pretty good. I've had a nasty cold trying to get over, but uh, yeah, I'm getting ready to play Canada. Been uh, getting excited and uh, ready to see uh, all the new faces and all the old faces again and uh get back to work yeah yeah like uh like they said we were just in st louis this past weekend for at the dog nation uh dog bowl their first one and it was a good time i think we all had a good experience and got to meet some cool people play some hockey and spread our sport around so hopefully uh we'll be down there for the johnny o and then back again for dog bowl whenever they do it again so it was just cool to get a full ice blind hockey team out there uh, and and playing against sighted players. Um, yeah, and like Josh, you just said, we did have Max on this week, and that was a great time to to get him get him on. He's getting ready to play Canada uh, in Fort Wayne, and I think it's a good. We hit. We found him at a good time where he had been able to kind of process everything that happened and being on the national team now and, and all, you know, that, that comes with that. Um, and so it was just, it was good to, to continue the, the journey. Um, so Fort Wayne is in a week. Yeah. A week. Yeah. Uh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It just is. Over it's a week, week from yeah. today. Well, I'm leaving a week from today. Yeah. So, how are you guys preparing for for Fort Wayne? Are you doing anything different? Are you making any adjustments? You know, this this close to game time. Well, we decide to put like twenty hours of ice time in this weekend. But yeah, I mean, I think you know, for me, I've been doing the rowing machine and just working on stretching and getting everything loose and and ready to perform at whatever level it needs to. And uh, what about you guys? Have you been taking it easy since we did just come back from St. Louis? Or are you do, working on any programs? I was doing it mean, get... right up until we left to go to St. Louis. I haven't done much since I got back. I got that cold, like I said, and um, just trying to hydrate and recover from that. And probably do some yoga I'm... and stuff like that. But... Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm continuing my yoga. I'm gonna get a leg workout in tomorrow. But I, I figure that's probably the last leg workout I'll get in. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I I figured our best training at that point was what we did last weekend. I mean, we skated more last weekend than we're going to against Canada. Isn't that the idea? Is to to over skate yeah, and, then, and then rest yeah. and then be ready for it. <laughs> That was a dude, I bench. am telling you, I, dude, I, I'm telling you, and you were not guilty of it. Adam, who after the first game was like, dude, you, you, he's like, you got you to gotta realize the rotation. And I'm telling you, Adam was out of rotation every time. Like, I'd be on the ice, and it'd be my turn to get off, and there goes Adam. And I'm like, dude, you're you're saying stuff to me, and then I'd be off, and I'd, I'd literally count 10 seconds. And then, and then David Fields would be like, "Josh is coming," and I just, and he'd just start laughing because that's just the schedule that was happening. Yeah, no. So I probably, I probably played like eighty percent of the minutes. It was nuts. Yeah, I was on forward, and then all of a sudden I get off the bench for a change of after like a four minute shift, 
I get like five breaths in and then someone comes and they're like, Dirk, can you go for D? And I'm like, sure, why not? And I bail over the board. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's good for the cardio. But uh, if we can handle a six-minute shift, we should be able to do a one-minute shift pretty easily. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. That's what it was like, dude. We was just sprinting back and forth all the time. It was good. It was dude, fun. that's what I – that's literally what I did growing up. Like, I played outdoor roller hockey, so I'd go down into the rink on a Friday night, and I literally wouldn't get – like, I would pray that there would be, like, seven people on a team. So I'd take, like, a 14-minute shift. because I, And I wouldn't be double shifting because I'd let everyone else get off, and then I'd be like, all right, cool. I'll hop off. Like, uh, my legs can go for days. They just don't go very fast anymore. Yeah. And, and And it's, like, response time. Did you guys realize I dropped? Or oh. are we still continuing that conversation? Oh, we were good. You That's just fine. interrupted us. You're not you made it weird. You mean the fact that you guys actually stopped talking for a second? That was the no. only time we stopped talking. Ah, oh, see now it's on us, right? Like you could <laughs> you couldn't read the room. See, we almost had it, we almost had it down. Okay, so we're all ready for Fort Wayne. I think that it should be a good time. I hope that the classic is also you know, there are enough players there for everyone to get good ice time. And I hope it's a good series between Canada and the U.S. Um, but I, I, I'm i really excited to see our young guys play. You know, we like I said, we had Max on, and he's one of the young up-and-coming guys. And uh, I think that he's going to be a little bit more than Canada knows what to do with uh, and, and how to handle. And so I'm just excited to uh, to see all the, the puck drop. Um but you know it was great talking to him. We don't. I feel like we've we've had some of the young kids on before, or younger guys on before, and uh, you know every time we learn something new and find out that they're at a very young age struggling with some things that I don't know if I could put up with at this point in my life. Um, so I think it was a great interview. He gave us some really awesome answers and some awesome insight into him and. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I hope everyone enjoys listening to the episode as well. All right, Max. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. Well, we're glad that we uh, could get you on. Um, congratulations on making the U.S. national team. It was awesome to uh, get to skate with you out there, and so I'm glad to get you on here and learn a little bit more about your story. So I guess to start off... Um, can you tell us about your vision? Um, well, my vision, uh, so my left eye is my good eye. It's, um, it's uh, a 20, well, I think it's 2400, but it's like a little bit of a stretch. Cause like at the eye doctor's office, I'm always kind of like guessing, but <laughs> uh, and then in my, my right eye, it's kind of just a hand motion. I can kind of see out of it, but it's not really usable at all. And that was all due to some fun stuff. <laughs> okay. Do you want to, can do you feel comfortable telling us what? Well, yeah. Um, uh, so in 2016, uh, for context, I this, this was like the end of fifth grade for me. So this is like June of 2016. Uh, I ended up uh, going into emergency surgery for a, uh, a brain tumor that um, we later found out was putting 
So I think at the time I had like three to four times as much uh, fluid in my head as normal. So I was putting too much pressure on my optic nerves, causing optic nerve atrophy. And that's slowly lost my vision over that summer mainly. And um, I think we're all good now. We're stable. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. So it was a pretty, it was a pretty quick decline then. Uh, yeah, I think it was about over the span. So, uh, like going, like I think right after the surgery, I, I don't think I could see anything out of my right eye and gained a little bit of vision. And then I, I could read out of, read with my left eye out of surgery, but then there was still too much pressure there and it slowly declined over what, two months, three months. So. Gotcha. Oof. That's a, yeah, I, that's a rough, that's a rough ride, man. But I mean, it's good that they, you know, caught it so they could save some of the vision. Um, so were you a hockey player before that? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I had been playing hockey. Well, I've been playing ice, playing ice. No, I've been ice skating since uh, I was about what, three or four and started playing organized hockey, I think at five. And uh, so, end of fifth grade, so I was about 11 when I lost my vision and then kind of, what, took like a year or two years off and then slowly got back into it. And now I'm here. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I mean, it's definitely, you can definitely tell um, by the way you navigate the rink during play that you have more experience than most uh, blind hockey athletes. Um, you look very natural out there and, and you're always kind of cycling and finding those gaps. So I think that's very apparent. Um, were you a forward or a defenseman before? Do you, I mean, I guess you were you're still pretty young back then. So what that would have made you like a squirt? <laughs> No, uh, I, I was yeah, it was squirt. I was the second year squirt that I got to. Okay. Um, so even back then, I had played just about everything, <laughs> except, okay. except goalie. Uh, so I think I I played defense for a while, and then when I was um, I didn't play much wing, but then uh, if I wasn't playing defense, I was usually playing uh, center. Uh, and I, I think it still just like kind of continues with like how I play now is like, I, like, I kind of try to be like a very like defensively minded forward that, I mean, that'll just try to like mess things up. But I, it's, um, it, uh, it's, what would we call it? It's, I, I don't uh, like, I try to be a little bit more. Like I try to like skate up a little bit more, which I mean I kind of have to be and like as a as a forward, but um, I usually usually my main priority is to keep the puck out of our own net. So yeah, I mean that's a good good you're a good two way forward. Uh, yeah, I'd like I'd like to pretend I'm like blind Patrice Bergeron. Okay, so is that so you're a Bruins fan? Uh, I. Who's your team? See, um, I would say the past like two years, I've gotten like really into like 
I, I'd say like analytics. Okay. Kinda, kinda not, but like, it's like, uh, like this past season, I would, uh, uh, I didn't really watch like a single team, but like a team that I ended up really enjoying what watching was uh, the Calgary Flames, who impressed me a lot and how they, what they were like. I think like third or fourth in like the beginning of the season and had like a crazy run and uh, ended up winning the Pacific. And then, <laughs> well, this off season, they uh, <laughs> kind of messed up that core, but hopefully they'll do decent again. I mean, they picked up some good pieces. I mean, Kadri's a good one. They still have to pull Huberto. Huberto. Huberto, Uyghur. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, and I think that people underestimate how good Uyghur is. And, uh, again, I think Toffoli still has another good season in him at least. So I think it'll be interesting to see how they all play together. Um, okay, but do you – I mean, is there a team that that you would consider your team if you had to pick one in the NHL? Well, I mean, like, I, I guess I'd have to go back to, uh, like – the Boston Bruins, even though like they're going, they're kind of going through a rebuild right now, or kind of, I don't know what they're doing, <laughs> but <laughs> I I think they're trying to be competitive. But like if you if you like make the playoffs for what ten plus years and like made it to the finals at least what like three four times, like you're not gonna. You can't maintain that success for a while. I mean, it's it's kind of just like the um, sorry to say this, but uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. We don't we don't have to talk about them. <laughs> we don't have to talk about them at all. Yeah, yeah we do. Okay. No, come on. <laughs> continue. You have my phone. We, we can talk about 2013 when they won the cup against the Bruins in 16 yeah, seconds. No, we won't and talk. We, we can talk never about talk 2011. About, we never talk about anything that has a number one three in it. No. Nope. <laughs> um. No, no, I agree with you though, Max. Like that's it's it's hard to maintain that level, especially in the NHL. Like to maintain that level of um, productivity and excellence uh, is is difficult. And I, I think, luckily for Bruins fans, it's more of a gradual decline. Unlike the Blackhawks, it was just kind of like we hit the lip of the cliff and just completely tumbled over. Um, yeah, yeah. No, man, it was bad. We got swept in the first round by the eighth seed, and then we just were terrible <laughs> from then on out. Uh, but okay, so you you said you're an analytics guy. Like, who are your who are the guy players that you're you're hoping to watch this season, or or how do you think it's going to go? Oh, um, oh, I I I I loved watching this player in uh, in juniors, but uh, I'm I'm really I'm really uh, waiting to see if uh, how Mason McTavish does with the Ducks. Like he like he's been like unreal for the past like two years on the like World Juniors and and stuff like that. And like I mean I think he probably could have been ready last year and and played with um uh played with uh what uh, uh Zegris and oh, yeah. and. Like I'm just glad that he'll probably end up making the team this year. I I mean, there, there's a lot of good rookies like this year. There's what Kent Johnson in in uh, Columbus. There's I'll go, who who else? Um, what do you think about Shane Wright? 
I see. I, I think the the top line will be good for for um, Seattle with uh, Shane Wright, uh, Maddie Beniers, uh God, who else? Maybe I think Brandon Tanev they might put up there or something like that. But like, I th- I think uh, Seattle's going to be a lot better this year. But um, there's, there's a few teams I've really been like interested, like how they come out, uh, like. I think Ottawa is going to be like really good this year. Yeah, I do too. I think adding to Brinkett and Giroux uh, is going to be a big boost for that. They were already fun to watch. I feel like Stutzel and uh, Kachuk are a good duo. Yeah, to Brinkett, Giroux, they uh, they have Jake Sanderson who should be coming over. Um, I just I I think I mean they also get. Cam Talbot from, I, I did not get that trade last year. Like, why would you get rid of Cam Talbot for Mark Andre Fleury? Cam Talbot was fine. Like, that's all Minnesota needed, and they went good Fleury. Yeah, but I I feel like the statistics were probably even enough, and you get a different kind of intangible with Fleury as far as like a community outreach and a locker room presence. So that, that could have been part of it. I've never uh, read anything that says that Talbot's, you know, like a spectacular locker room presence or anything like that. I could be wrong. Obviously I've never been in one of those locker rooms, so who knows, but um, yeah, I think Ottawa's going to be really good. Um, okay. Oh yeah. I, I also really want to see um, uh, what the like, what the Rangers end up doing this year because they they end up losing uh, a couple players. But I mean, you, you trade you trade uh, letting uh, what uh, David Cop walk, and you you bring in Vinny Trotrek. I mean, that's not that's not terrible. And then there's some more like younger players that I think will step into the team, and then also step into the team, and then also uh, take take some steps forward, like uh, the kid line of 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 legend at this at this point uh, in the playoffs. So, I mean, what do you think about them losing Ryan Strom? Do you think they could afford to do that, or? <sighs> Because he's a good second line center. I mean, he's obviously not your number one guy, but he's a he's a pretty good forward. Yeah, at like at this point, like it's just making like trade offs. So, God, what's what's his name? Um, the, the the Russian guy. I'm like, oh, Kratsov. I. Like I, I want to see how uh, how he does with um, because uh, I know he like suggested like a trade a while ago, and then like over the summer he's just yeah, I actually want to stay here now, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he's supposed he's supposed to be pretty good, um, and there's just they're they're just a good, I think they have the same. Somewhat of the same structure as um, as like Ottawa does, so they have like a a bunch of like really good, really good like thirty thirty ish old players, and they have a bunch of twenty year olds, and they they um, 
they play really well together. Yeah. No, I, I th- and I think there are so many young guys in the league too now that that's going to become the norm is just having those really young, really talented players. I mean, you look at guys like Zegras that are coming in and it's just like the skill set of your rookie player coming into the NHL is vastly different than it was, you know, five years ago, much less like when Dirk, Josh, and I were young and watching these guys come in. Um so How many times did he do the Michigan last year? Wasn't it? Uh, um, it was like three. <laughs> yeah, the, and one of them was around Milano, like completely around another player and the net. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he did the like alley-oop. Uh, yeah, there was and, a dish again, and then he just went like around another player and still scored. Yeah, it's just, but I feel like that's becoming the norm for the at least the high-level talent that's coming into the league you know skills seem to be something that's much more focused on um than it was when i was growing up or maybe because i just wasn't that interested in playing professional hockey it was always around and i just chose to ignore it that's also a possibility (laughs) no dude not the way we were taught not the game we were taught it's 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 about dumping it in overloading the side and getting the puck and working the puck along the boards, right, Dirk? Yeah. <laughs> it's a different. It's a different. It's a different. Game. <laughs> it is different. Yeah. What? It's the ADM. I think it's. This is how. I think it's changing because of the way that we're teaching our kids how to play. Yeah. Wanting them oh. to be more creative in practice, in the youth hockey levels. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I I agree. Um, and I do. I think a lot of it does come from um, now. You know, fortunately, there's a social media presence that a lot of kids are able to practice by themselves at home, and you know, work on these skills and wherever they have a stick and a puck. And um, a lot of those guys put out tutorials too. But I think, I, I think it's it's a mixture of how we're coaching the game um, and kind of the processes that we're that are in place now. Uh, And also just, you know, a sport is going to constantly evolve. So I think this was just the next kind of kind of step as we moved away from the enforcer era to like the scoring era to what is, would this be the circus era of the NHL? I mean, is that what Zegers brought into, (laughs) brought into it? I I think, I think we're going back to uh, like the eighties. Honestly, because like scoring is way up this, uh, I'd say decade, and uh, it's 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 a cycle. Um, like as scoring scoring goes up, like def- defensive numbers and goaltending numbers uh, kind of go down, and then then the defense gets better, and then scoring comes down again, and it's it cycles back again. It's it's um just a cycle that um i've kind of noticed because there's the 80s and then the 90 90s early 2000s everything was like hey let's score like two goals goals a game and and win like 80 percent of our games 
And yep. Hey man, two goals. That was a, de- that was a double. Game. Yeah, we called it the trap. It was the worst <laughs> we, system ever. I yeah. hated full it. credit for that genius of a hockey strategy. I hate that strategy. <laughs> Awful. It's like playing Rocket League and camping in the net and just waiting with a hundred boosts for the one guy to make one mistake and you make one move and score a goal. I hate. Yeah. No. I'm All right, mean. just so we're sure, he he just referenced 1990s Devils Hockey with Rocket League. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Connect, connecting the youth of today to the hockey of yesterday. Yeah. Dirk Morgan. I've been hanging out with my son too much. I'm talking Gen Z now, he says. So. I mean, when you got Scott Stevens, what are you going to do with him? Yeah. I mean, part of it, the reason why the goals go down, I think, is because when you take away hitting as much as they have – you, you can only check in certain situations now. When I was a kid, you you would hit to send messages. And... <laughs> I would I would disagree um, though. Like I I think that they've trimmed down goalie pads and goalie equipment. They've also yeah. like sticks have come a, a such a long way from wood. Like you have different curves, the flex points, the the flex tolerances. Yeah. I think people are shooting a lot faster and a lot more accurately. That's so true. It's and that's just the way the game is geared. Think about the best defenseman in the NHL. He's not gauged by how many block shots and hits he has. It's about how many goals and assists he got. Yeah, true. I, I actually um actually uh, watched a video on this recently where uh, they were they were talking about stick te- stick technology and uh, they were they were saying Zdeno Chara, what six foot nine, let's say two fifty. Uh, shoots like 108, and I think it was what, last year or two years ago. Elias Pettersson of the Vancouver Canucks, he's like what six foot four, like 180, and he can still shoot like 102. I I think stick technology is a is a big um, big factor, and at least yeah. part of this uh, this goal scoring uh, 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 what renaissance. Yeah, yeah, 100. percent um well we got way off topic and with that i'm gonna pass you on over to dirt for the second period so he can actually ask you questions about you uh and all you said it all started with you just asking who what his team was all you had to say was boston bruins (laughs) it's okay he said he didn't have a favorite team he was more about the statistics and the players Dirk. i get it if your only other option is the bruins and that's what i would say too All right, Maximus. Um, so my first question is, how did you and how, how it's going to go to book? Because I'm not sure how you guys found out. It could have been your mother that told you. I'm not sure. But how did you guys find out about uh, blind hockey? Oh, because um, that was well, Hartford. Because I remember hearing about some young kid that the Hartford <laughs> Brailers found. Young um, kid from the north. Yeah, a young kid from the north. So, um, um, so. Well, the first time that I remember was uh, we. I was at I was at Camp Abilities. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Camp Abilities. Saratoga. Yeah, I, I was at Camp Abilities Saratoga, and um, people from from Cavi were there. Who was they're like the Central uh, New York uh, Association for the Blind. Mm-hmm. Um, the they were there and it was we were having like an ice skating day and I had like been doing just like rec hockey because there really wasn't a whole lot for me to really do. So I mean I could skate uh pretty well and 
they notice this and they're like, hey, do, do you guys know about blind hockey? And it was, I think later that summer, we, we ended up what, going to... Uh, that Ut- fall. Was it that fall? Yeah, that fall we went to Utica. Yeah, uh, we went, ended up going to Utica to watch uh, one of your games. And in 2019 or 18? Yeah, 19. Um, What we really learned about blind hockey is Kevin Shanley was the keynote speaker at Camp Abilities that first year that Max went to Camp Abilities. Oh, okay. That's how we got into it was Kevin Shanley. Yeah. That's how I got into it, too. (laughs) That Kevin Shanley. (laughs) That Kevin Shanley, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, um, what did you? What was your first impression when you guys first heard of it? Before you saw the game, what did you guys expect to see, or did you not have any expectations? Or, um, I mean, I didn't really, um, I didn't really know, uh, know really anything about uh, the game. I knew, well, I figured out like some of the rules, and I was. I was just uh, watching uh, the game. I think it was against uh, the the All Star team, or from at least the local All Star team. And I was watching this, and I was like, "I I could do this. I I I think this is for me." And yeah. and uh, I think uh, we what we got in contact with was it the Nightshades first or Hartford? I think it was, the I think it was Hartford. Night- it was Kevin. Oh, yeah. It was the Nightshades first. And, then... and they weren't really doing much at that point. But to really be honest with you guys, you know, Max looked at you guys out on the ice and said, I can skate circles around these guys. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I bet he... Well, I've been working out, so you're going to have a little harder time skating around me this time. But you were, you guys were definitely looking good the other day. and It inspired me to, uh, to like, man, I got to get my game. I mean, I was out of commission all summer from my foot surgery, but I was starting to lose it before that, so it didn't help any being off my feet. But I'm I'm not letting you kids take my spot too easy. I'm, <laughs> I'm going down with a fight. So you guys, if you want my spot, you can have it, but you better come had. <laughs> uh, so what was it like? I think the first time I actually skated with you was Pittsburgh, I believe. Was it Pittsburgh? That's the first time I remember meeting you. Was in Pittsburgh. We were defensive partners. Yeah, I know. I know we're D partners, and and that that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, we saw. There was only one time where I changed early, apparently, and you guys they scored because I I thought the puck had gone down all the way, and I was gassed, so I tried to change up, and it was the wrong time to do it. But um, oh yeah, that that was a bad one, dude. I was like, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're like. You're like, wait, was that a bad change? Yes, dude, it was. Like, it went all the way down. I thought it went down. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, dude, don't worry about it. You're you're blind. We still still won. (laughs) I wasn't technically on the ice, so I didn't get a negative point. I was padding padding my my point, so... (laughs) <laughs> I, I, my favorite thing about uh about Pittsburgh was uh there was one there was one point where it it come out to I think it was like half like midway between like the blue line and the red line of um of like the defensive zone and and I uh, I Dirk has it and I'm and I'm just like trying to communicate with him uh and he he shoots it he he, he like ices the puck like a foot like in front of the red line. Yes. And, uh, I, meant, I was just and, talking and about that. Was that icing? And I'm like, dude, it's by like a foot. 
was like, oh, I just Max, had to We go. had this conversation this morning. We literally joked like, about that's this morning. That's the best part. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> the lines there, they weren't as bad as when we were in Buffalo. I couldn't see the lines at all in Buffalo, but oh, I was they, still they have, I was, there. I was still But the best part was too. like, the best part was, Max, everyone that knows hockey knew exactly what he was trying to do. And, and I, like, everyone was like, oh, my God, don't call that icing. <laughs> don't call that icing. <laughs> and they did. Up. Oh, God, he called icing. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Whatever. Oh, it was fun, though. Um, I think I remember – Didn't I, I think I remember this summer, didn't we play against each other at camp? We were on different teams, I think, for uh, – I think Because so. I remember I took you out. Yeah. And Probably in the corner, and you bounce right back up, and you're like, "I'm like, dude, you're right. I'm fine." I'm like, yeah, he's, I'm like, "He's got this." I hit, I hit you hard. I didn't mean to get you that hard, but we were both going for the puck, and it was just all fair and love and war, and we just. Was, and I was, was surprised. I, was well, I didn't think you were gonna. I'm like, I looked at him like Max isn't gonna go in the corner with me at full speed. No way. And I looked back over. <laughs> I focused on the puck because I can't do both. I'm like, I'm looking because like my blind spot's too big, so I'm focused on the puck. And then just at the last second, I glanced over. I'm like, he did follow me, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> you took it like a champ, so it was. It was I mean, yeah, I, I am very, um, very uh, nose to the puck oriented. If uh, yeah. I, at least I would assume all you guys know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my kind of hockey. I have nothing but respect for 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 guys like that. So that's my kind of hockey, man. Um, so what was it like when you got the email and you saw that you were on the roster for this year's uh, USA uh, Team USA? Um. Well, I remember exactly uh, where I was. I was in one of the chairs in in our living room, and I, I got the email and I looked at it, and I was I saw my name, and I there there was just like this little smirk that that got in my face, and uh, I I hesitated to tell my parents because I knew they would blow up, and <laughs> and uh, I uh, I ended up telling them and. It was, It felt uh, really good, cause again, it was um, partially uh, like back in like 2019, uh, watching your guys' game, and I was like, I can like, I can make this team, and just getting getting the invite to to training camp, and then finally making a team was just um, it it felt really good, and it um, it it just gave me uh, validation that uh, the past three years of me playing blind hockey and working yeah. on how to play the game was not for nothing. So no, your hard work's paid off, man. It's start, you know, it's really showing out there. So um, I think, you know, you go to a few more of these camps and you, you know, the best way to play this game and get better is to play against people that are better than you. So the longer you're on it, the more, the more tricks you'll learn and the more counter moves you'll learn to counter their moves and, there's always new stuff to learn, so but you're gonna you're gonna pick it up fast. I think you'll have no trouble picking it up. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely excited to uh, to see uh, in action in, uh, in in Indiana. So it's gonna be fun. Um. So what? I guess my final question is: What has been your favorite? Uh, what's been the most? And you, you don't have to pick one moment. You don't have to say it's your favorite. What is the, what one moment that, or a couple moments that stand out in your blind hockey experiences so far as your? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Dirk knows exactly what this is. Oh, no, I really also, don't. What am I thinking it was, of? It was also at Pittsburgh. It was the last game at six in the morning. 
What did it happen? I, you're, I'm drawing a blank. And and this one song <laughs> came on speaker. Oh, and oh my God! Really? In our locker room? Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> wow. This That's is his right. first like real hockey moment. That was a straight up hockey moment. <laughs> it was definitely a moment. We rallied around the Madonna. Um, oh my God! What song was it now? Is it like a prayer? I think it was. No. 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 Oh god, which one was it? Okay, yep, that's it. Oh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's in my head. You could, you could have just like spoken the lyrics to us. You didn't have to uh, sing. No, you would have no. preferred it that way. Yeah, that's what it was too. And yeah. and the torture whenever possible. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Max. What were you saying? The the, the biggest thing uh, I I remember is just um like so many times you're just like. Uh, you, Derek, on on the bench, you're just like for Madonna, <laughs> and the whole bench would do it. I, was, I don't know if any nerds noticed, but I yelled out a few Maria instead of Madonna's in there, but I don't think anyone noticed. But <laughs> yeah, no, I remember up, that. That was funny. And we ended up like winning that game like eight to one or something. Dude, we were on fire for that game. We were like, no, we talked so much smack in the podcast. <laughs> like we have to win. <laughs> uh, it was a good time. But um, yeah, no, I I, didn't, I was totally drawing a blank. I'm like, what's he talking about? No, that's not why I asked you. I thought you were going to come up with something totally different. I had no idea you were going there with it. But, uh, <laughs> but um, all right, well, cool, man. I appreciate you guys um, opening up and sharing your stories. And uh, I'm going to pass the puck along to Josh. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hello. Ooh, that's what I get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was all <laughs> Oh, I know. Hello there. Um, it, it, it's funny because, I mean, we probably have about the same timeline. I mean, like, we, we, we watched that game in Ottawa, and we're both like, wow, we can make this game. Except I was like, I can really make this game. And you're like, oh, I can skate circles around them. I'm like, <laughs> I can keep up with them. <laughs> um, But it was... It was um, it was really funny because it was really obvious because I put in so much work from it was a year it was a year between when we saw each other, right? During that pandemic year. I think you yeah. showed back up you showed back up with a full beard. <laughs> that was a and Chicago. I was like and I was like, Oh no, that's right, the full beard was in Chicago. Um but wasn't it mutton chops then? It was. It was. Yeah. I think everything. Yes, so. it was. It was <laughs> but you went from like I. I looked up and I'm like, dude, is this kid bigger than me already? <laughs> he's fat. He's faster than me now too. I'm like, I've done a lot of work this off season. So I actually, I I know that your brother is a high level goalie. Um. How did that? Because I I know that has a, and you and mom and mom also being involved in hockey. How do you think that's helped you, especially because like <clears throat> very few people would continue to play regular hockey after going through traumatic sight loss like you did. Like being a did was being a hockey family part of it, and how has your brother still playing hockey at an elite level helped you kind of? gain elite status yourself in your sport um i think it was probably it was just yeah it's probably just being around them and 
uh, still still watching my my brother and some of my uh, old friends before I lost my vision play hockey was um, it just made me uh, made me miss the game even more and uh, like once I realized I could start skating again I like again joined uh, joined a like a, a local rec team and just getting on the ice felt uh, felt so good and I. I, I think it's just that, um, like we had, we had played together for like a, a while and, or yeah, well, before I, I was blind, it was, I think like five or six years, like before that, mm-hmm. um, it was, it was just like kind of that brother rivalry, but <laughs> we're like, Oh, I, I need to be better than, than this kid. And I think that also had uh, had pushed me towards at least continuing to play hockey. So I I, I think it's just like it it just like gave me like motivation to, to just keep playing to so um so uh I so I could say that I'm on the national team and he's not. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you know what? And I've 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 told so many people that and I've looked people and be like you know what? Not a single person in this rink is ever going to play for a national team, except me. And that's <laughs> pathetic. But look at that. <laughs> um, but really, I mean, I he he's he's the varsity goalie, right? Uh, yeah. Um, question for you: Have you tried out for the the JV of varsity team? See, I kind of can't. So with the brain tumor, it's kind of a a traumatic brain injury. So really, uh, really like any like major like contact to the head is not very, very good for (laughs) my health. I mean, like, yeah, there's definitely a lot of contact in in blind hockey, but I've, I've watched a couple of his games and the high schoolers are no oh, joke. Oh, high school, <laughs> high, high school hockey's nuts, and they take people's heads off for no reason. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much. That's pretty much enough said. And even JV, you have big dumb guys that'll just that just go head hunting for no reason. So yeah, definitely makes sense. Um, what about? I'm trying to think about ways to get you on the ice more often. Would you be able to practice with them and not play games? Um, Holly. Yeah, well, Dave would really love that, but again, because of the traumatic brain injury, we had um, doctors years before saying he can't do anything with contact sports. So we would need to find a doctor willing to say that he can have, can play in a contact sport. At this point, at the high school level, at this point, we're not really pursuing that. Um, okay. We've gotten Understand. different different opinions. For you. Like his neurosurgeon said, go ahead, play hockey. His brain's fine. <laughs> his, his skull is going to be fine. He's probably, you know, enough titanium in there to keep everything together. Um, but pursuing that route, it would just take a lot of energy. And at this point, we're not quite I mean, go down that line. But we did find somebody. We just went and talked to somebody this Saturday, this Sunday, Sunday, 
and he's going to be training one-on-one -on -one with somebody who used to play for the Adirondack Thunder at the ECHL League. Nice. Nice. So Nice. And that, that's really all it is, is getting you on the ice. We just got to get on the ice more, and that's all it is, is that it's more time on skates. So. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half. Awesome. One way is a, is a is a rough go when you're a senior in high school and then the practice ends at 6.30 on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> or Sunday evening. Oh, you're referring to New York Metro? Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, to go to Hartford. Hartford. It's, oh, Hartford. It's both. I mean, ours too. It's both. Same thing. It's yeah. It's it's far away. I totally get it. Um, I here's I think a lot of the reason that people like you, Max, is because you're you're different and you have, and you have like the fact that my when I try to explain who you are to my wife because I have to explain, <laughs> and I was like, and I'm like the guy, the people, the people from like like. New York State, and she's like, and then she's like, no, that doesn't help. And I mean, because you guys in the Becks kind of like, kind of, and people see people that don't know you kind of meld. And I'm like, well, his dad looks like Santa here. You have to remember that. And she's like, oh, I remember him, but I don't remember the kid. I'm like, the kid with the rainbow hair. Oh, yeah, that's him. <laughs> um, but just the fact, like, I, the fact that you seem, how are you so comfortable? being so different i mean especially in this community where everybody is like so different ourselves like i i think that's especially in a group where we're all kind of similar you stand out and i think we all respect that about you what <laughs> how are you able to do that and why do you do that and what's your motivation um i i think uh it well i mean it kind of paired like with my vision uh and uh I, I assume it I almost I, I think it started back in uh seventh grade. So this is about what four four ish years ago, five ish years ago. I um <laughs> I ended up like growing my hair out and just started doing like crazy things with it, like um like doing like the spray color stuff and doing just like a bunch of crazy stuff. So I I think it's just um uh, I mean, it ties partially with my vision as like, I, I don't, I don't really see like facial like interaction. Like I can't see like what people are like saying with like their face. So like, if I don't see it. I don't care. So <laughs> it's, it's just like, um, uh, like I'll, I'll, I'll do me, you do you sort of thing. And then also it would have to be that like, I I had already gone through something that could have easily taken my life and taken so much more from me, and now it's like, well, might as well live it up now. So, so like if something else, God forbid, happened in the future, I I won't really have many regrets. Awesome, awesome. And uh, this is the second time, a second week in a row, I'm saying that. So that's gonna be our preview right there, because that was that was a, a line straight made for a preview. But honestly, dude, your confidence it shows, and it shows on the ice too, which is perfect segue for me coming after you because Max has a massive propensity to steal the puck literally right off my stick when we're on the same team to the point where I'm like. Max, if you see it and you think you see someone there and it's me, just let me know. I'll let you have it. I, I just I just want to say something that, like, 
I, I love how like Dirk got the got the question of like talking about Buffalo as like I me me and um me and Drew had a couple um let's say incidences on the <laughs> You mean you took my knees out when I was trying to shoot the puck? Is that it was an accident. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a like a slow collision too. Oh god. And uh, it just hit me. I remember that. Yeah. It, and it was just a freak accident. But I mean, that's, you know, I feel like that would have happened. Yeah, I mean, you know, in, in sighted hockey, that happens all the time, too. Like people just lose a lose an edge or just don't see somebody even, you know, whatever it may be. But yeah, no, you and Dirk both introduced yourselves to me the same way by taking <laughs> and busting my knee. <laughs> I knew you before that. Come on. <laughs> but I didn't no, really it, know it, you it, until you tried to. <laughs> it's the Dirk Morgan introduction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a heart for birth. It's how we say hello in New England. Right? <laughs> it's the New England high. All right, with that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to actually – I'll send it back to Drew. Uh, Drew's got a final question for you guys. Thank you so much, guys. Um, I am so proud of you. Uh, I will see you guys in a few weeks, and uh, go USA. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I guess, um, Max, you're – you're a young man and you are on the national team and hopefully will be for as long as you continue to play. Um, what, what do you think that you need to work on or what do you think you can do to help grow not only the sport, but the team from your own personal, whether it's, you know, doing things like podcasts like this or, um, just like, are you are you bumping up your training regimen so that you're continuing to grow, you know, physically and in in the sport itself? Um, what do you think you need to do to have longevity in the sport and to continue to uh, kind of be a champion for it? So the uh, the first part of the question, uh, how do how do you think uh, I should get better? Is I like, I mean, I, I really just have to, like, get out on the ice more. Because, like, for the past few years, I like, really the only ice time I've been having was um, going down to Hartford or really uh, any, like, a free skate here and there or, um, like, any tournament I went to. And, I mean, outside of that, it was just, like, working out, running, staying in shape, just so when I, when I got to, like, an ice time, it... Uh, I was um, I was ready to uh, to uh, work or or play and and I hope uh, I can continue doing that. And um, to the to the second part of your question is I I think that blind at least blind hockey uh, U.S. blind hockey uh, has to like well one getting like talk to like all the blind schools like across America and, and make sure they either have maybe like a unit in gym class on like ice skating or maybe just like having this, like just 
people knowing about it in in these in these blind schools and and then uh, uh, also uh, just um, just having uh, uh, just having the um, like I it's this would just be like something to like continue is just like having like the open mindedness of like of like all of us have different conditions and we've come from different places and we all can bond over this one sport that may have been taken from us and we had found it with blind hockey or or this was like our first time playing blind hockey it's it's just like uh creating this like inclusiveness to where like other people who uh are losing their vision or uh had uh I could could have gone through something like I had where I had a traumatic event just um having the giving them the confidence to come back to the ice skates and and uh, uh get on the rink again to keep pursuing what you had previously enjoyed so yeah no 100% it's a great answer um and we are definitely about inclusivity I mean we do let Josh and Dirk play so I think that's a good <laughs> for uh including everybody but you know <clears throat> so <laughs> uh, in case you guys don't know so after this we're gonna do drew's preview so it just totally asked for it. <laughs> and, and we thank you for letting us play your sport thank you you're very welcome dirk <laughs> we do what we can <laughs> But Max, thanks so much for your time tonight. Uh, it was great to get you on. I'm sure we'll have have you on again, and you know I'm looking forward to playing with you again in Fort Wayne here in a couple weeks. And just uh, keep up the good work, and you know, we'll we'll see you soon. Thank you for having me. <laughs>